<laughs> Do you remember the time uh, you hit an insane note on this? And I told you I was going to tell you what note it was, and then I did? No. What note did I hit? It was, it was like a C7 or something stupid. Ooh! Yeah, like it was stupid a, high. Like if you could control that, you'd be singing in whistle tones in no time. Yeah. The soprano, one of the high ones. I'm sure there are ones that go above it, but it's like the highest mainstream one, I think. I don't know. I'm not a singer. I think alto is the high. Well, alto is one of the high ones. No, I'm alto is in between. Position. That's lower than a soprano. And then you have a tenor below that. And you have a baritone. Um, and there are like mezzo sopranos or whatever, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, bass, baritone, tenor, alto, mezzo, soprano, soprano. Oh, shit. Hey. So I, soprano's the highest voice. I got it in one, and then I doubted myself. I just didn't know what mezzo-soprano meant, or how to say it. Apparently it's slightly lower than normal soprano. So which one are you? I'm a soprano. I mean, I don't actually know, because I didn't read, but that was my joke, is I'm a soprano. Anyways. I don't know, I could hear you recorder. singing in a tenor. Yeah, I'll run that. Sometimes the, I the thing. think about learning to sing, and then I don't. And welcome to the Boom Boom Room. I'm your host, Aubrey. And I'm Taylor. And this is your premiere, The Circle Podcast. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. This was a good one. This wasn't very quotable or like funny, but. No. But it was a good episode. I think I have like two or three quotes only. They gave but... me some better stuff at the end, but we're we're fishing a little harder for quotes than we usually have to. Yes, and I am going to just warn you now, at the end of this episode, I am going to ask you who you think is going to win. So, just be rocking that around in your brain, okay? Okay. It's a good warning, because so, I would have hemmed and hawed for like 10 minutes about it. I know. And probably I still will. Probably, probably still will. I was rubbing my face. Like, I could do that during a podcast. Um... Let's, so right at the bit gate, Mitch tries to have a convo with Courtney and River, and it was an interesting choice, and I would say it went interestingly. Thoughts? <laughs> I, I mean, so, uh, the bubble bath is great, first of all. That's just a great move. Love it. Love it. Uh, Do you think he's wearing swimming trunks in the, in the bath? <laughs> You know, I was sort of curious about that, because, like, obviously he's having a bubble bath so they could film him in the tub, right? Without it being an issue. But Right. But do you think he was like, all right, guys, point the camera that way. I'm going to get out of the tub now, and I don't want you to see my dick. Or, yeah, no, is he just wearing a bathing footage. suit? I think he, they definitely have footage of him just fucking butt-ass naked getting in and out of the bath. And like, at other points in time, I just think they delete that. Well, that's probably because Mitch doesn't warn them like other people do. No, I just think it's a thing. I just think it's just like the cameras are always recording. And it's like, you have to trust that we're going to delete all of the naked footage of you because otherwise it would be a crime. No, I'm sure if they're going into the bathroom and using the actual bathroom, there's a cue and the cameras point towards the wall. Interesting. The well, awkward the part show, is that the mics are us. probably still on. <laughs> Ooh, that's, oh, I would hate, I would rather you watch me take a shit than hear me take a shit personally, but. 
I'd rather you hear. There's just something about like taking a shit and making eye contact with the camera that you know a person is behind that I just couldn't do. Like, I, I'm going to need you to point that. You just could, go, <laughs> I, frankly, I'd rather you watch me shower than watch me take a shit. I just, that's really my me time. Yeah. Fair. Anyways, uh, but sorry, to thing. answer your question, uh, I thought it was kind of sad that Mitch was kind of basically like, hey, me being myself isn't working. What am I putting out that that people don't like? And they just don't answer him. They just lie. And he's like, I feel like they're lying I to mean, me. And it's like, yes. yeah, I don't know what you expected, but. I what I thought the part that I, I like there's one point where he's like you know he's like I just feel like I don't have anyone and Lee says it's true you don't have anyone <laughs> and I was like damn River <laughs> yeah also, that's too bad I, I, go ahead I, I'm gonna send you one of my notes because it works better in written form than it does in like spoken form I can't even put that in but the like, show notes I don't think it supports emojis Aubrey. <laughs> I know, but it's just, it's true. The difference between Courtney and River, um, I used emojis, but it's like, Courtney's just like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. And River's just like, aw, a poor Mitch. That's so sad, I'm gonna have to murder you. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. I love just their completely opposite reactions that lead to the exact same place. It is very funny. I, I don't know, they're definitely like, uh, S-tier alliance, Courtney and River. It's, I had faith in the gays from the beginning, and I still have faith in the gays. Uh, Lisa learns, like, the basic rules of chess, which was fun. And then later we get to see him talk about spoiled chicken. Like, I would legitimately just watch the Jack and Lisa show, I think. Whatever reality TV spinoff we're giving them, sign me up, I'll watch it. I would for, like, an episode. I feel like it would get old fast. No, they'd find a way to make it fun, like, it it would be this like Jack gets his coming of age story. Lisa is just fun, crazy, it seems. And and we and we put them in just weird situations and let them handle it, you know? I'm gonna move past this. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> cool. So Trevor and Mitch have a call where Mitch is like, phase one and two are complete, which is just hysterical. Step three. They invite Chloe. Um, she has a great quote, which is, when the drama starts, the hair goes up. <laughs> I like how hard they bury the lead. Yeah, they really do. But eventually they say Courtney is the Joker, which is funny that like this thing that like the show kind of forgot about for like an episode or two is suddenly like coming back and like maybe going to be a problem for Courtney and River. More for Courtney than River, I feel like. I don't know. I thought it... Well, just in that, like, if Courtney leaves, then River's, like, down his strongest alliance, mate. I guess. I don't know. I... It's weird, right? Because do you think the messy queens, quote-unquote, actually have any plan to backstab Chloe? It's like, she's... No. She's an obvious third to them, but that should not be a surprise for her. Well, but what's more is, like, the messy queens are only a thing because someone made the messy queens a thing. Like, they are the Kardashians. And then someone was like, oh, the messy queens. And they started being like, ha ha ha, messy queens, it's us. I mean, but, like, let's not pretend, though, that they're not an obvious duo with other friends, right? Oh, absolutely. They both put Chloe second and each other first. 
But like, that's not bad for her. Well, they they didn't do that either, which I thought was interesting. Didn't they both put John first? Well, not this time, but I mean in general. Oh, sure. Like previously, and all the other ones were Chloe's one. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I know. I don't think that they have any plan to backstab her, but I think for for Mitch and Trevor to have a chance, they need to get Chloe to believe that. Right. Well, and and I think it's fair to say they don't have any plan to make Chloe win. You know, it's oh, if no. I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win, and if I don't win, I want the other messy queen to win. Like it, it is. Yeah. I, I, but I don't but know the if the problem there's a, is like Mitch and Trevor have the same plan. Yeah. Well, and that's why I, at a certain point I was like, I don't know if Chloe can win this anymore. She's sort of like everybody's third. So she's trying to figure out how to not get screwed, but she shifted from trying to win into not being in the wrong. Like, you know what I mean? It's well, it, it's kind of fucked up because honestly, kind of talking about spoilers for this episode spoilers I, um listen, I, this is all we do this is this i know but of this i podcast. still like to warn people shut up that's why i laughed and said spoilers <laughs> um anyways the the way that chloe won was to get into first place this episode and eliminate john because then the other two sides are going to be hating on each other but supporting her Chloe would never it's cook up that trip. plan to eliminate John to pit the alliances against each other, though. Of course she wouldn't. So I think that's really that's how she lost, is, is sort of like how this episode went and the fact that, like, lines are being drawn and she is the middle person. While that's great for her, she needs that to go towards the end and she needs to never actually have to make a choice. That said, it would be interesting if the two rival alliances vote each other down, vote themselves up. And they both put Chloe in the middle, and by virtue of that, she somehow averages out just slightly higher and gets the top. Because nobody's oh, voted. Yes, no, like, if nobody puts Chloe at the bottom, and the, the alliance is full-fledged gun for each other, I don't even remember how the finale works, but that might work, right? Oh, definitely. Because, like, she would be everyone's second, effectively. Because River would do Courtney, Chloe, and Courtney would do River. So she would be second across the board, which is an extremely high placement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she has a lot of people who could put her second. Like, I think Trevor would probably put her second. I think it would be kind of fucked up if after all of this, Trevor didn't do that. Yeah, but that, hold on, that's a conversation that I want to have later on in this episode. Okay. Of, of final voting. So do we want to um, play let's, If let's I Win the Money? This. Oh, sure. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to good. So John, if he wins the money, uh, is going to spend it on a vacation with his fam, including his children and grandchildren. Um, that's a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> River is going to spend it on student loans and a car, except actually a pool. Yes. I just want to hug River sometimes is a great reaction yes. from Del uh fuck. I'm so non-committal about saying her name now. Just say Trevor, bud. I but I don't like I don't know Trevor. I like Delisa. Delisa. You have to pick one. They didn't I don't think they said her name this episode, did they? No, just go back and watch the first episode and watch her fucking intro. <sighs> no. I know, and that's why you're annoying. Chloe is, is honest about wanting to spend it on both family debts, uh, a car for her brother, 
a house, and money for addiction recovery charity, which is a lot of mileage to get out of 100000 but maybe she could. I don't know. It depends on how much debt she has to pay off. If it's not that bad, yeah. then there could be plenty left over. Also, I thought it was a nice humanizing moment for Chloe. She tends to be very, like... Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to... I can't think of a word that doesn't sound too harsh, but... She's larger than life. Sure, why not? But this was very, a, like, like, a grounded Chloe I don't think we see as often. I agree, very much. Um, Trevor wants to spend a down payment on a house, which is true. Well, and it get like give his daughter what he didn't have, which I thought was a good line that seemed to strike people, you know? Yeah. Um, Mitch wants to give it to a toy drive charity that him and his friends have, and then also real estate investment to create generational wealth, which I will say, hearing a white person say, I want to have generational wealth did make me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. I get it. I think it's like, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like that Chloe called bullshit on it, even though I think he's definitely telling the truth. Oh, yeah, he's he's 100 percent telling the truth. And I and I want to clarify, like, I don't mean to be like he's problematic or he's bad or whatever. It was just entirely a gut reaction on my part of like, like hearing a white person talk about generational wealth, some things up, but it's like, Mitch is a nice person, and he does just mean he wants to provide for his family, and I get it. I just am bitter. <laughs> also, I'd be surprised if he didn't also buy a jet ski. I'm just saying, he could do three things. Um, Courtney wants to use his money for his stepdad's kidney disease and to give him, like, a good life, um, depending on how the kid, like, both treatment, I assume, and also Making his life fun if treatment doesn't work is, is how I took that. This was a big miracle moment for me where it's like, oh, yeah, do you need life saving medical care? Better go on a game show for it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Not to, not to bring us down all the way, but <laughs> I just I can never get past it when I see it. No, I mean, yeah, th there is something to be said about people being like. Yeah, I came on a game show to pay off my student loans, even though that was a lie, but it's very it's a very realistic lie to pay off my family debts, to give life-saving medicine. It's like, man, woof. It sucks that this is what we're this is where we're at. It's speaks very largely of like those uplifting news stories where a nine-year-old sacrifices her free time at a lemonade stand to pay for her mother's chemo. Isn't America great? And it's like, yeah. no. No, did you hear what you just said as an uplifting story? Nothing right. about that is positive. No. Um, but yeah, Tre Trevor is so sweet. And I love that. I, I love how much she puts herself out there in this episode. Like, the, I forget this episode is like. I don't know. I just I listen. We talk every week about how we love her, but I just love her, you know? <laughs> Oh, she's great. And I, this was a nice bounce back, too, from, like, kind of leaning into the villain role for a while, just to go, like, into full-fledged mother mode at every mention of it now that we're in the end game. It's just, yep. she's great. I really like her. I feel like we could hang, you know? She seems mm -hmm. like a fun time. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the ratings, uh, like, just them doing it, which I'm not going to really talk about because I don't feel like anything really happened. I mean, Mitchell that. and Court both rate bottom for each other, which no surprise there. Yeah. Uh, Chloe is feeling torn because Courtney, like, 
she's really doubting, it sounds like, the information she was giving about Courtney and the fact that yeah, he would oh, turn on her. Uh, yeah, I will say something that we didn't talk about earlier is Courtney bring, or Chloe brings up a really great point of like, these guys are saying that Courtney would betray me, but literally the last time someone shit talked me to Courtney and River, they immediately told me and like were on my side for that. So like, I don't know if I believe that. And like, that's a, that's a great point on her part. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Chris, she like instantly bought it, it seemed like in the chat with Mitchell and Trevor. So I'm glad mm -hmm. we're getting to see that that was like not true. That was her, I guess, being diplomatic or, or maybe she didn't believe it in the moment and then started to have doubts. But yes, I, I think very much it was like, a oh, no. And then it's like, well, wait, hold on. Let's think about it. Yeah. Um, uh, and the, uh, and the last thing for ratings was it seemed like John and River were going to get a lot of high rankings. Yeah. Which I thought was especially um, surprising for John. Yeah, I thought coming in late would, would have more of a negative impact, but people really seem to like him. <laughs> yeah, well, and I can't remember who said it, but somebody pointed out that it might work in John's favor that they haven't been here that long, so they haven't had any opportunity to, like, rub anybody the wrong way. They made a good first impression. And that is, like, essentially all they've had to do. Yeah, I agree. So then we get messages from home. Um, I do have a I, quote like... for this section, which was just a quiet, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, it was clearly somebody realizing that they're about to weep, and I don't remember who said it. But yeah. it was a good reaction. Well, I'm just going to go through... Um, River gets a message from his mom and his partner. Um, husband. I will say his husband sounds exactly like him. Like they both speak in very much the same way, which is just fucking hysterical to me. I thought it was interesting that if you didn't tell me how all three of them were related, I probably would have guessed wrong. Like just based on the ages and everything, it, Lee and his mother looked closer to the same age, I thought, than he and his husband did. Oh, interesting. Which makes me wonder if Lee is younger than he looks, or if there's an age difference. Like, I don't, it was just interesting. I, it wasn't what I was expecting. I, look, I, I realized I don't know what age Lee is now, is basically what Fair. that did for me. Like, I don't know if he's 40 <laughs> or if he's 60 or... He's not 40. Like, how old's your mom, dude? Like, she looks pretty good. For how old yeah, I feel oh, like she was supposed look, to be. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked. To, I, I thought it was like his partner and his friend. And like it was like, no, it's his mom. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like something about that math now needs just an ex. Like throw some numbers at me. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, Mitchell. But it was very sweet. It's, it was very sweet. Um, Mitchell gets a message from Ed, his mom, and mom mom, <laughs> which is grandma. <laughs> I like that it was just mom, mom, not mama, not me, mom, mom, mom. It's a good one. It's very direct. Um, Jack got a message from his mom, which was yep. nice. Uh, Lisa got a message from her entire fucking family. Uh, she was mostly surprised by her dad being there because um, he's super shy. But that was cute. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I watched the Jack and Lisa show, and this is only filling out some extra characters we can play with. Uh, Courtney got a message from his mom, and they talked about radio, being singing on the radio, or she did. Um, I thought that was a nice one. I felt like I could feel how hard she was trying to keep herself composed, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe got a message from her dad, her brother, and her mom. Although her brother didn't talk much. <laughs> I enjoyed that. It felt like a very teenage brother thing to just be there and not say anything. Yes. Um, I don't know. It, it just especially made me fucking laugh after. It's like, he's like very clearly like, doesn't necessarily want to be here. Or like, even if he does, he doesn't want to say anything. And then also like early, she's like, I'm going to buy him a car. <laughs> <laughs> He just looked uncomfortable, which was funny, because I would yes. definitely be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Trevor got a message, of course, from her husband and daughter. Oh, um, man, her weeping is just so likable. Not that I yes. like that she's, you know what I mean. <laughs> but, oh, she fucking tugs at your heartstrings fully. Like, here's, what, I'll be honest, um, most of them I got kind of bored during, like, I just didn't care. Like, it's sweet, it's nice, whatever. But, like, honestly, Trevor's is the only one that actually, like, got me a little bit emotional. The rest of them, I was like, yeah, okay, cool, great. Whatever. <laughs> Damn, you're cold. I am. Maybe, maybe it's the fact that, like, I, I fucking, I went to, like, a different country for a month as a teenager. So the concept of, like, I've been away from home for a couple of weeks, like, a message from my family is making me cry, like, I, I don't get it most of the time. I'm like, can you really not go, like, three weeks without talking to your family? Like, and I get also that they're in isolation and that there's more to it, that they're in a high-stress environment, but I do always find it a little bit funny how weepy people get, because I, of course, think, like, oh, I would never do that, and maybe I'm fucking wrong. Maybe I would be a, a cry bitch because I do cry easily. Um, I was going to say, this is going to be great material for when we get you on the circle and get to watch you just fucking you. sob at the message from home. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, fun fact. If I had to get a message from home, I would get a message from you just to make you uncomfortable. Well, I was going to say, like, it no, has you to get- be my co-host. <laughs> no, you get one from your moms because that's like something the production company gets to unlock about you if you haven't already shared it. But, like, I'll just drive to Maryland so I can be, like, I'll be in the back, in the middle, just, like, waving while they talk. Yeah. It'll I be won't say Easter anything, egg. though, Little Brother style. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, but uh, Trevor's message fucking got me. And it's because kids. Like, I understand crying for being, like, away from your, like, baby for two weeks. Like, not that I have one, but, like, I know. Because my sister and her children. And I've just seen a lot of parents of children. So, I, well, I don't here- know. Here's my hot take, right? I don't even really care about your kid. I just, I don't know. She seems like just it's such a genuine and like passionate yes. and loving oh, I agree. person. Yes. And they, it, they seem, I don't know. It, it's the type of thing where you could like you can hope for that in your life, and if you achieve it, like you'll be good. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a good spot to be in. I agree. All right, let's get to the rankings. Um, yes. Lil JK, we're only going to find out who's number one. <laughs> Super influencer. Bop, yeah. bop, bop. Bop, bop, It's River! To which yeah. I said, yes, boy! I called it dastardly in my notes, and I don't know why. <laughs> dastardly. Um, yeah, it must he have got been that- him reminding himself constantly to, like, focus on the strategy and not play like River right now. Yeah, oh, I will. yes, true. I will say, River did a really good job of getting John on his side, and not Courtney's. I don't like, remember what happened what there. Of, well, it's just, like, John doesn't dislike Courtney, John just doesn't care about Courtney, but John likes River. 
Did they have and, a conversation just, though to, that we're like that we got to see some of that happen, or is that something that just happened off camera? No, we've seen them like bond. We we saw it like when John first entered, and then I think again last episode we saw like a quick little convo between them. So yeah, like we've we've known that they had a relationship. Okay. I was just um, curious. I I couldn't remember, but like it definitely seems like you're right. Yeah. Why? Well, anyways, so then <laughs> uh, River gets to go block them in person, which I believe means Mitch doesn't get to go see anyone. He gets to just see the person who fucking blocked him, which is kind of funny and also terrifying. I mean, yeah. He at this point he couldn't go to see someone else because he's been given too much info. Like he's been given unfair information at this point. You know. Yeah. Right. He goes and to like, see somebody and he says, hey, guess who River is? And the whole yes. thing is fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so River goes and blocks Mitchell, which makes sense. Because Mitchell did like Mitchell clearly does not necessarily like him. And he thinks everyone else does. He thinks everyone else is going to rate him highly, which I think is true of most people except for Trevor. I like that Lee walks in. And Mitchell just goes, are you real, John? John? <laughs> right. Which is like fair, valid. They do look similar. Older white guy. Yeah. You all look That's, the same. But could, could easily they, be John. Fucking Lee and Mitch are just adorable together. <laughs> oh, man. I appreciated like Mitchell taking it really well and being like, obviously, I'm pissed. Like, not at you. I just I was so close, you know. And right. then, then he asked him why he eliminated him. And Lee is honest. He's just like, honestly, dude, I didn't know how you were going to vote. I felt like it could put me low. And then Mitchell confirms like, oh, yeah, no, I was going to put you like I was staunchly against you and Courtney. Right. It's just like they're, they, they, <laughs> they, they both like agreed that Mitch's game is over and it's all fine. You know, <laughs> it, it was just so funny to watch them talk. And I loved it. Yeah. That's a curveball for you, huh? Yeah. I think that was Mitch's departing line. um okay so i want to talk about who you think is going to win slash finale voting which is in the finale do you think they just like are told to vote like genuinely who do you like the best or do you think they're just told to vote however they want and like they can vote strategically i'm trying to remember last season because as soon as they said the meeting face-to-face part i was like oh yeah they like literally sat in a table and came in one by one and met each other but is that which I totally forgot after about? They vote. That's what it has I can't to be remember. Before. It has to be before they vote. But I forgot what a disadvantage oh. that puts a catfish at in the final table sesh. You know? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean after. Sorry, they have to. My guess is that they vote, then they come out and meet each other, and then they reveal the votes. They have to, right? That's the only thing that makes sense because otherwise, that does just immediately ruin a catfish's game. Unless you. Yeah, it just. We'll figure it out next episode, but I, I am like 100% certain that's the way it worked because no other way would make sense. It wouldn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the game would work the other way around. But yeah. you want to know what was the question you asked me to answer? So, so uh, well, do you think that they are told to just vote for genuinely whoever they like best or they're just told to vote and they're allowed to vote like strategically like, oh, like Courtney's my best friend, but I'm going to vote them low because other people might vote Courtney over me. I, I think they can just vote. I think we saw a couple last season where there were surprises because they were playing like the vote math game instead of just voting yeah. 
what they believed. And then a couple people came in and were like, no strategy. I am just ranking people in order of my relationship with them. Oh, I just mean for just the finale. No, I'm, t- I'm talking about that. Oh, okay. Like, if I re- am remembering last finale correctly, which I very well could not be, that's what I remember shaking out. Where we had some there. strategic voters, we had some emotional voters, and no real clear rule to draw a line around yeah. that. A circle It'll be around to see that. If they've, they've given them uh, a rule this. What? Nothing. Never mind. I made a joke. Yeah, I missed about your, circles. I missed it. I mean, it wasn't uh, funny. Draw a, Yeah, okay, I got it now. Cool. Um, All right, you were saying? I, I, I think that they should be told to vote just genuinely who they like the best. Because I feel like otherwise it kind of loses the, the last point of the game. Though I will say, I don't know. Anyways, it's interesting. I, I can't wait to see how they vote. Who do you think is going to win? I think Lee has a real chance, especially essentially getting a five ranking out of the game at the last second for himself. Uh, Because I think Courtney will hold up his end of the bargain. I don't think he's going to screw River. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think River is going to screw his alliance. I think in this final round now, he's going to vote. I think he's probably going to vote his heart. Yeah. Uh, Who else? I think River will get good ratings from John. Unless Jack's voice gets loud in the pair and tries to get strategic with this final vote. Yeah. Um, who else? Chloe? And I think, I guess I think Chloe, I think Chloe too, even if she believes and buys into the beef with Courtney, Courtney, River may or may not be lumped into that. Like based on what she's yeah. been told, like Courtney's the, the Joker, who else would they trust? There, there's at least a chance in my mind that River doesn't, know that you know yeah so so your uh, answer is you think river has a good shot of winning i think river has a really good chance i think like we talked about chloe if things get mm-hmm. chaotic in the vote stands a chance of benefiting from that uh and similarly i think i don't think john really has a chance at winning but similarly if things get chaotic uh he he will benefit i think more from that than like Lee will, who benefits from the status quo being maintained. Yeah. So my my guess, I think Trevor's River, lost for sure. Just oh, I, I love Delissa, but I don't think he has it. Oh, okay, interesting. So for me, I think either if people like remain and like vote who they like, I think River is going to win, and I kind of hope that's the answer. I think if people are like trying to vote a little bit strategically. I think Trevor might win because like, yeah, absolutely. He was with Mitch trying to get Courtney to turn on or trying to get Chloe to turn on Courtney, but like Courtney and river both still think Trevor, Trevor likes them and they are okay with Trevor. John is okay with Trevor. I don't think they think Trevor likes them though. I think they know that they're rivals. I think they just like each other. Like they like each other, but I don't think they think they, they dislike Mitch. They don't dislike Trevor. I can't speak for Courtney, but I know River has talked about Trevor as, like, his brother. But I, I think River, yeah, but I think Lee is aware of the potential. Rea- like, every time the two of them talk, it's weirdly amicable and ends with, man, I just don't know. And both of them walking away from it like that, you know? Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I don't I think know. They'll yeah, rate, I don't. Go ahead. I think they'll rate Trevor decently, you know? I don't think they will. Fair. 
I don't know. It'll just be very, it'll depend a lot on how people are voting, how strategic people are voting. I, I do agree. I feel like the more strategic people are, the higher a chance John has of stumbling into victory. I just, I feel like the best Trevor can do is like prevent Lee or Courtney from winning. I, I just don't see the vote swinging his way. Even getting Chloe, I don't see that. Interesting. I, yeah, so and who, and then who do you want to win is, I guess, my second question for you. I would like to see Lee win. At this point, like, I'm pretty actively rooting for him. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I like Courtney. I wouldn't be mad. I, there's nobody I think I would be mad if they won. Like, everybody could win, and I will have enjoyed the season just as much. I agree. It, it would be fun to see Trevor win. Like, giving the money to Jalissa would be cool. Yeah. Uh, I could rate them in the order that I want them to win, which is how okay, I would vote. Do it. That'll, that'll be easier, because then I can just disagree with something instead of having to think for myself. Leah's first. Okay. Then Trevor. Okay. Then Courtney. Mm-hmm. Chloe. John. I think I'd rather John win than Chloe. Oh, I just because Chloe's honestly put in work on a really good game. She's been first a couple of times, and she's she's been here and she's been playing. Not to say that John hasn't, because obviously Jack and Lisa have, but I'm always less inclined to give the wins to people who get second chances. It's a thing I just do it. I just don't as much. And yet you, know? you have Courtney so high up, Mister. The game cheated for you a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I the game cheated for Courtney, but. At least now, it did have a chance to come back and bite him, and he was able to avoid that by having built a strong alliance, and also, he's gay and black, and I love him. <laughs> so. I mean, fair enough. You know, I, I'm always promoting my <laughs> sisters of color. <laughs> Sorry. That was funny for me. <laughs> I just don't know if I should laugh at that one, because it's hard to tell if a person's laughing at the fact that you're shoehorning in whatever it is you're shoehorning in. Yeah. Or if it feels like I'm laughing at the concept of equality, which, Fair. while funny... <laughs> I'm also laughing because I just I do find it genuinely hysterical to just to refer to gay men as women. Like, that is just a joke in my mind. And it's truly not, but it's something I do constantly. <laughs> we're queens, we're sisters. It's a sisterhood. Do you have traveling pants? Well, we travel a lot. And we do have special pants. They're called assless chaps. Anyways. This show's super over, right? Yeah. My, my point is, I, I, I don't think Courtney was given as much of a second chance as them. I think he was given a far overtuned power. But, yeah. I mean, he didn't get eliminated. And he was cheated for, but he didn't fuck it up and stayed as a result. And like, so there like, was I, a chance that he could have bounced back, even without the Joker. Oh, for sure. Nobody ever really disliked Courtney. Like, Courtney was playing against himself for a little while, let's be honest. But. Yes. And, and that's, yes. But anyways, yeah, the show's over. You should check her email. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. And while I do that, you should think of an immoral. I think I have one. All right. Well, I don't want to know it yet. I know. Let me pull up the email. 
Pull up the email. Pull up the email. Pull up the email. Uh, oh, shit. There are emails, dude. Oh, wait, really? Oh, no, wait a minute. One of these is spam. It just tricked me yeah. for a second. God Someone damn it. wants to join their podcast network. We have an email from Tommy. Thank you, Tommy, uh, who has been listening since season six of Are You the One? Uh, so oh, long time wow. listener, first time writer. Uh, and here's what Tommy has to say. Or should I? Okay, I'm going to read it to you, Aubrey. Please just do. So we're on the same page and then we can decide if that was good enough or if we should do this differently because we never get emails and I don't know how to do it. Um, so Tommy says, uh, here's a couple of fun things that Jack, Emily slash John, confirmed in an AMA or something. <laughs> or something is good. Uh, one, the contestants are allowed to ask the producers for any food or groceries and they will get it. Uh, Tommy's girlfriend noticed Lisa cooking super rare smiley face shaped fries that are discontinued. So that's awesome. I didn't know that those were discontinued, but I, I, I did know that those were rare. <laughs> I mean, if they're not discontinued, maybe we can make Tommy's day and tell him where to buy them. Uh, number two, the producers let the contestants pick a couple of pre-selected props or toys as they enter the circle. Uh, Mitch's guitar, Jack's dartboard, Lisa's puzzles, etc. Makes sense. Uh, and Tommy asks us what food items we would ask for and what props we would choose for ourselves. Uh, thanks for reading. Keep the good work. Tommy, no last name, please. Oh, I love that last name. Oh. Ah, shit, I read it. Oh, and I had no! one instruction. Tommy, Tommy no last name. Us. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't edit anything. <laughs> it's live. These have always been live. It's our big secret. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I love the, just the, the piling on of stupid jokes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all anyway. we do here. Uh, but yeah, mm. let's answer the question. What, oh yeah, uh, I can answer that question. What food, what props? So, so food, I think, I think legitimately I would ask for like a box of corn dogs. Cause like, when do I ever, cause I would never, I have not bought myself corn dogs since college because I feel like as an adult, I can't buy myself corn dogs, which is stupid and a limitation I'm putting on myself, but I would feel very fun to make someone else buy me corn dogs. <laughs> you could get those like frozen White Castle sliders. Could you imagine? Yes, I, so I would ask for really, really shitty frozen food, and then also, like, boringly, like, I would ask for a lot of fish. Like, I would ask for, like, fish and broccoli, which it's like, so it's like, I'm either eating fucking corn dogs or, like, healthy food and no in-between. <laughs> I, I think I would probably, with somebody else doing the grocery shopping for me, end up eating, like, way better than I do now. Like, there'd be a lot yeah. of red meat coming through the door, don't misunderstand. But, like, it might actually get cooked into actual food, you know? Yeah. Or like, like, you need so many ingredients for things like, all right, I want to do Greek meatballs, right? So, well, I need, like, I need mint for that. And I'm not going to spend $6 on a bundle of mint just to put in a couple meatballs. Well, but, and, and moreover, but if someone like, else is buying, I'll do that. And yeah, and the other thing is like, if I want to fucking make meals, it's like, I have to like, figure out enough meals to make, to make shopping worth it. And, and yeah. I don't, and I never do that, and so I never go shopping. <laughs> um, I, would, I would probably eat salads once in a while, because I could ask for, like, mixed greens, cherry tomatoes, yes. croutons, grilled chicken. Like, I could just, like, you get all the thick, you know, you make your big sandwich. We could create a Subway. We could do something like mm -hmm. that in there, where it's just, like, 
Give me, give me it all. One of everything, please. Yep. Anyways, so that's sort of the food I would get for toys. All of it is um, our answer. All of it, yes. Um, I would actually ask for a Rubik's Cube and, like, a quick little instructional thing of how to do a Rubik's Cube. Like, I could even print that out and bring it on my own if they let me. Because I used to know how to do Rubik's Cubes, and I've forgotten because I didn't do them for a long time. And I think three weeks of just doing them would really help summon that in my brain again. Oh, yeah, you'd relearn the algorithm by the end of that if you tried. I've already got, like, the first half of it down. I can't. Um, that would yeah, be so torture. Would... You're at, the idea of fun you just presented would be actual torture, I think. It would me. also just be a shitload of puzzles. Or Legos. Puzzles and Legos. Ooh, puzzles, Legos, Legos would Rubik's be good. Cubes. I could go for Legos. Well, I, I, I wouldn't want free Legos. I would want, like, a set that I built. Oh, no, I'm the opposite. Don't give me a set. I can only build that once. But if you give me just, like, a bucket of old-school Legos... I could, I could get something done with that, I think. I would want a toy That's drone, fun. too, like the little indoor yeah. one that I fly around at parties. You could just I bring could... one, though. I don't know if I could. Wait, do you think they have to bring their own, or do you think production bought, do you think production bought Mitch a guitar, or it was like, this is the guitar I want to bring? Well, Tommy phrased it as the producers let the contestants pick a couple of pre-selected props toys as they enter. So that makes me think they have like a list of things you can choose from to entertain. Uh, like, fuck, they you can have a guitar, you could have a dartboard, you could have. F- what? <laughs> you have to get rid of that in the editing. <laughs> I just It'll don't just know. Be I don't yet want to another thing that gets bleeped out and no. <laughs> is is goes into the lore of what was said. <laughs> Am I the only one who gets my shit bleeped out? Do you just edit your own shit out so no one questions you? But me, I just have bleeps so people are like, what the fuck is up with Aubrey? I edit in the recording, thank you. I choose not to say things. Mm, sure you do. I, I, honestly, I don't think I've ever had to bleep something I said. Well, then maybe. fucking brag about your impulse control. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I Anyways, can't. It would be a lie. That's the stuff I would bring. And you said the stuff you would bring. So thank you for asking your questions. Thanks. Yes, that was fun. That was good. Thanks, Tommy. We also got another invitation uh, to join a new social audio experience whose name they're not paying me to say, so I won't. Cool. Called There, I'll bleep that. You like it? You happy now? Yeah. Uh, They want to monetize our experience, or expertise, sorry, which... uh, I would not. No, I'm not. I've I've said on this fucking. I've said on air. I am not a fucking podcast expert. I'm not an expert on any of this. You're the expert. I don't know, but you are an expert. Like, I I had an issue with it. Well, an issue is dramatic way of saying it. When we crossed our hundred episode, even though we're technically but not officially there yet, it made me realize (laughs) how long we've been doing this, and I feel like we should be better at it by now. I feel like we're okay. I feel like for as bad as we are, we're pretty good. Like, we're at least consistent at being consistent until we're inconsistent. Is that trying to say we're consistently inconsistent? Because I don't think that's a, a bragging point after That's like, to say, like, during years. a season, we'll be pretty consistent, and then we'll just go, like, six months without doing anything. I'm not back in the day we weren't consistent during a season. We missed, like, this has been, I think, the most regularly we've managed to release an episode ever, and we're saying this on an episode we know is going to be late because we're recording it on the well, day it's supposed okay, to come out. Okay, to be out. fair, that was just because we had, like, a busy couple of weeks where we just could not record. <laughs> we, we prepared with backups. We just did not have quite enough. It's definitely over now, right? We haven't talked about 
the circle in a very long time. Well, you have to ask me my immoral, but yeah. Yeah, okay. I was, I was just checking. I bleeped out the name of a, a thing. I read an email. It's been good. And now, Aubrey, on our way out the door, what is the immoral for this week? I think the immoral is to really model your life after um, River slash Lee. And whenever you block someone online, um, truly find out where they live and go to their house and tell them. Um, I just think it's the best way to really handle that. (laughs) (laughs) Am I promoting stalking? Maybe. (laughs) See you next week. I guess as long as we're stalking Brad, I haven't had an email about you since November of last year. So if you're all right, let us know. Who's Brad? That was the one we got like 40 spam emails for over the course of a few weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I'm cutting. (laughs) 